Hello, I'm Adam Scott Glancy of Pagan Publishing and Delta Green fame, and welcome to Legends of Tabletop. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Uh, this is our session 11 for our Cypher system game. Uh, I'm going to kick this over to Jesse. Jesse's going to give us a recap and we'll jump into some gameplay. Hey everybody. So uh, yeah, last time they, uh, after taking over a northerner ship, they loaded up some cargo, headed back to the island and got kind of everything squared up there decided who was going to go north, who was going to stay on the island. After figuring that out, they headed north, uh, sailed for a few days before they finally parked their ship in Southport. Uh, arriving there, though, they, were, uh, they realized that there was some uh, northern guards meandering about, and they were looking to meet up with the ship. Uh, so they kind of talked their way around that, got the... Uh, the captain to uh, kind of vouch for them and, and not completely blow their cover. And they took some of the cargo, um, namely the more importantly, the, uh, the tower, their source of energy. And so they threw that uh, kind of some floaty things on it, escorted it through town where Milo uh, jumped from rooftop to rooftop following them. Uh, Decoro kind of meandered through the crowd, keeping a tab on them. And Valos decided that he would take a shortcut and kind of use his knowledge of the city, quote unquote, to run around and cut him off at the head. Uh, little did he know that they were actually not going through the uh, northern gate towards Abandon, but instead took a bank to the west. And so Milo and Decoros managed to follow them to the Western Gate while we have uh, Decoro, I mean, uh, Valos at the north. And when they got to the Western Gate, wagon waiting for them that they threw the pillar onto and also waiting at the Western Gate was uh, Captain Veth Morin, who is the daughter of Commander Morin. And that is where we left off. So at this point, we have um, Milo on a rooftop, Decoro kind of mingling in with the crowd, and uh, Valos off uh, a handful of minutes away. And I believe we went over to Valos. You know that there's pretty much only two main exits to the city. Uh, the northern exit that leads to the main road and the western exit that kind of makes a giant looping turn up to the uh the golden road that runs to the uh western territories so uh you're kind of at a 50 50 there and uh yeah we have uh captain morin uh with the obelisk on a cart and three guards heading west so what is it that you guys would like to do now Bale just kind of looks 
around like he was trying to he's you know taunting the one guard try to get him to follow him and you know the guy didn't follow so he's you know making you know, made his way up to the gate and he's kind of like anxiously waiting to see he's like you know looking around to see if he sees Decoro and Milo you know he's waiting to hear you know sort of the the, the guards come through the, the the through the crowd like you know, make way make way and you know minute goes by two minutes go by and he starts to like you know, start to get a little, not frantic, but, you know, he's looking around like, this is not, like, where the fuck did they go? And he waits, a, you know, another minute, and then he just he just full-out run to the other gate, assuming that they're not coming this way at that point. Mm-hmm. As he kind of, right. like, you know, dipped down an alley and, you know, figures that they should be ahead of him, if not, you know, right behind him. Mm-hmm. All right, one thing uh, I forgot to mention that I will uh, point out too is that the uh, Wild Dill, the uh, uh, what, what, what did I mention him as? He's like a um, a scholar of sorts. Uh, he is he was also escorted with the obelisk off the ship and uh, to meet up with the captain. Hmm, uh, okay. So yeah, so we have um, all right. So Valos now book and you like careless just like not trying to keep cover or anything like that just literally book through the city at this point yeah because there the guards were with the obelisk and they're not mm-hmm. in sight so he's less concerned now that you know someone would just randomly stop him right he hasn't been yeah right now pretty much you only have to yeah yeah the only thing you kind of have to worry about right now is like the town guard but if uh somebody kind of running through the city isn't necessarily a, a big deal. You know, they could be late for a shift or, you know, their, their ship could be leaving. So it's not a huge deal unless you go like starting to push people over and cause a ruckus. No, he's, 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 you know, moving through the crowd and, you know, not, yeah, I mean, he's not tipping over any apple carts or, right. You know, anything like you're that. Not, he's not he's, knocking over cabbage carts. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> my cabbage uh so yeah as long as you're not you know you're saying excuse me and not knocking anybody over and all that kind of stuff you're just kind of hurrying your way through uh you will be fine um decorous what are you doing we were going after the guards we were following them yep okay yeah uh, so you have uh, you followed the three card the f- three guards wild Dill, and most importantly the obelisk could be looking to get an eye on where Milo is, but also I need to stay on these on the guards. All right. So that that that's that's what uh, Decoros is doing. Decoro is doing uh, until good. you know, kind of giving, kind of keeping back, giving distance, mm-hmm. blending in. All right, uh, Milo, are you attempting to hide yourself at all, or are you kind of figuring that being on a rooftop is going to be good enough for you? I guess I assume that being on a rooftop is probably good enough. Makes sense. All right. Uh, in that case, uh, Decoro, you actually did see Milo jump up onto the roof earlier. Um, so you'll probably, if you look up, you'll be able to kind of catch sight of him. So you'll know that he is in the near vicinity, if not right near you. Oh, right. This, this feels great. Me, me and Milo tracking these, tracking these guards. This is awesome. All right, let's go. And he continues to do like rough and tumbles. He Decoro flips apple carts and uh, cabbage carrot cabbage carts. <laughs> I'm assuming <laughs> over them, right? Oh yeah, he's doing like all this. You know, he's okay. like the hardcore parkour. Yep. 
<laughs> Very nice. Uh, Milo. Yes. So what uh, what are you doing? Are you just kind of keeping an eye from from the rooftop? Uh, yeah, those are my rooftops, right? No, yeah. So you're basically at the edge of edge of town right now. And I can see Decker flipping over apple carts and cabbages. Oh uh, yeah, he's pretty <laughs> pretty clearly making a show right now. People are giving him weird looks, and uh, shop owners are yelling at him, "Get off my apples!" and stuff like that. So. <laughs> Have what we're tracking left the gates yet? Nah, they are pretty much just at the gates, probably right on the other side of the of the wall. So they're still clearly within eye shot. But they're at, but, they're uh, at but they, the yeah, they're ju- you know just outside of the limits of the town walls. All right, I'm going to, I'm gonna I'm gonna leap off the building in mm-hmm. front of Decoro. What are you What are you doing to Decoro? I'm, I'm leaping off the building in oh. front of you. Okay, <laughs> nice. Oh. Oh man, that was awesome. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> we we have to keep following them though. Yeah, I know. Stop flipping over cabbages and apples. Let's go. Ah, oh, but it looks <laughs> cool though. It looks cool. I I did a flip over that one. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't make applesauce. <laughs> yeah, I should have. I have to remember that for the next time. So let's go. Let, let's do it. And they run together, hand in hand. All right. Uh, <laughs> that girl keeps trying to grab his hand. And keeps... I, keep, I keep pulling away awkwardly. Pulling away. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's anything awkward about it. He... <laughs> Stop! If we run as one, we'll run faster. <laughs> no, that's not how that works. <laughs> I'll, I'll have take you your ever word. Been for in it. a three-legged running contest? I can't say that I have. No. <laughs> it, it's like this, but but this is worse. <laughs> I'll I'll just I'll have to take your word for it. I'm, I'm, I'm fine, fine. Your hand is gross and it's using black. It is. Yeah, it's getting worse. It is. You're right. I uh, I I have to I have to think about that because uh, I I'm not think it's not it's not on the the forefront of my, of my thinking when I'm interacting with others yet. All right. Uh, so you guys begin to kind of hurriedly walk through the street to the gates, and there's uh. A decent amount of traffic here because just to give you a little bit of a layout of the lands the um there there's the the southern territory the freelands uh and then there's the uh there's abandon the northern lands and so there's like a pretty clear like a main road that runs all the way from southport all the way through the uh the it's not necessarily the capital, but it's it's pretty much in the middle of the Freeland, so it's kind of a main hub, uh, and then straight up to uh, to Abandon, but also running from the hub westward is the Golden Road, and that runs into the Western Territories, and so this West Road that you're leaving out of from Southport kind of goes west and then bends up north and meets that uh, right before it hits the um basically the neutral territory in between uh the freelands and the western territories so it it does have a decent amount of tra- of uh travel on it uh because for people who are having are heading west if you kind of want to avoid that whole middle area of the freelands this is the the best way to go it might not necessarily be the fastest but it's the best if you want to avoid you know 
tariffs and wagon checks. They're leaving the town so, with the with the artifact. Yep, that's the artifact on a cart, and they are heading out the western gate. All right, what do you think, Milo? Should we get out ahead of them and try to take this back, or just follow them all the way, see where they're going? Um, don't we know where they're going? I've, I've uh, this. this is a unicorn. <laughs> you uh, you originally assumed that they were taking this and heading to Abandon. Uh, however, if they were going to be doing that, they would most likely be going up the northern exit. Okay. Um, so unless they are kind of taking some really weird circuitous route just to add a few days onto their travel, um, there's really no reason for them to go out the western gate if they're going north. Okay. I'm going to say, Decker, we should probably wait for Dallas. Right. Where is he? Decker looks looks around. Uh, yeah, go. You can actually see. Uh, you know, it's been a handful of minutes now, so we'll say that uh, that Valos kind of starts to come through the crowd. You can see him kind of oh, off. In there the he is. He's coming. Yeah, he he continues to run. Like if he doesn't mm-hmm. see the guards, like stopped anywhere along the way, he doesn't see mm-hmm. them. Like you know, at the gate, like you know, talk to the guards as they're leaving or whatever, then he continues to run. Uh, you know, if he were to see them, like, right in the area, then he would, like, slow to a walk. He'd, you know, ditch down an alley. He would try to come to the gate by a little bit more of a circuitous route mm-hmm. so as not to be, you know, spied as he's, like, pell-mell just running towards the gate. <laughs> yep, and at this point in time, the um, the obelisk has already been loaded up to the cart, and they've head out of town, so they're... Um, already a handful of minutes ahead of you guys. So, okay. So, little chance they're going to see him coming up the road. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, he continues to run. So, he gets a little closer and he kind of slows down. Um, you know, he spies Decoro, who's probably like wildly waving his <laughs> arms at Velos as he sees him coming. And Decker at this point, he's because he's got a. I don't know. Is this daytime right now? We're in the yeah, middle of the is, day. Yeah, it's still like midday. I am so. Covered up. I have. I've got. I've. I have like this. Like a wrap around my face because the sunlight hurts me now. So I. Uh, I. I'm all covered up. So there's just like I have this this black clothing on, and that's I'm waving you down. Else over here, over here. And he kind of like puts his hand like you know. Yeah. Out. Right. Right. They're they're out the they're out the gate. So he comes up and he goes, uh, "Yeah, I, I went to the I went to the northern gate. I, I assumed that that you know, I mean, that was the direction they were moving. I just assumed that if they were going to Abington, they they would go out, but did, but they didn't. Uh, did, so what did you see? They they're taking it. They're they're, they're taking the artifact out the west gate. They uh, did. Haven't they gone through? They've gone through, right? Oh yeah, they've gone through, yeah, and they're already they're, several minutes ahead of you guys now." So we need to uh, just figure out the next step because that's Amira is in there. I can't let that get too far. Well, I mean, it it seems strange that they would they would go this way. It's so much farther to get to the northern city from here. Uh, All right. So what about if they're not going to the northern city? Where else would they go? I don't. I know very little about this area. I, I mean, your guess is as good as mine. I you know, I'm a sh- I'm sure Morin would want the artifact to power whatever. Well, unless there's something out, Decker will start thinking about what he knows of the area. What, like, where were they? Where could they possibly be going? Do we have any insight into where they could be going, if not to Abandon? 
Do I have a map? Do we have a map? Uh, I'm assuming that Milo probably has a handful of maps. You've that's kind of what you do. <laughs> okay, oh, perfect. now I've now I got a picture of a bunch of rolled up maps that Milo just carries around with him all the time. Yep. I love it. Well, he has his satchel. <laughs> yes, yes, I do have a satchel. It's a never ending. Yeah. And, a, and a fine leather coat as well. <laughs> Looking very dapper. Um, so I reach through my satchel and I pull out a map and All I right. wrestle through it. It's a map. So I roll it back up. I put it back in. I pull out another map. I unfurl it. It's still the wrong map. I roll it back up. I put it back in. I grab oh another gosh, map. So I roll it up. I finally got it. Oh, many maps, my love. All right. Uh, why don't you go ahead and give me uh, an intellect check? We will be setting this pretty high. It'll initially be set at a at a five, but I will say because you have um, resources available, we will knock that down to one by one. So that'll knock it down to four. Um, and then if there's any either uh, background information or ciphers or um, abilities that you have that you think we could knock down even more, you can go ahead and use those. I've so- got. The map an is an asset, right? Is that, is that what you're yes. saying? So is, yeah, basically, is, we're going to use the map as an asset. Is Velos an asset since he's from here? <laughs> um, You know what? Why don't, if you give me... Oh, a you're going to make me roll? Basic, you. You just, yeah, you give me a basic roll, all right? If you, can be a, if you can beat a challenge three, then I will give you, I will count you as an asset. Right. I, all you have I to have, roll is, uh, is nine or above. I have a I tier two. Nice. Well, also, I I have a tier two explorer ability called Enable Others, where it, it basically lets me use the helping rules without using an action. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So, right. but the thing is, I have to be. If it, it, there's a, there's, I'm not trained in anything or specialized that might help here. Mm-hmm. But so so it won't give an asset. What it does is it gives him a plus one. That's perfect. Yeah, that'll be work. That'll work just as well. So. Yeah. All right. And I'm also trained in um, geography. Oh, all right, great. So you yeah, are now so. at a uh, challenge two. So you have to beat a six, plus you have a plus one to your roll. Yeah. Okay, well. We're all pouring over these maps. Everybody right. like, no, right here. What about here? What about this? What's this? Seven. So that, that's an <laughs> eight, right? That's an eight. <laughs> did it. Wow. We totally oh, was... got the answer. Give us the answer. We won yeah. the game. Very nice. Good job, guys. Uh, so, yeah. So you're kind of pouring over those maps and you're like, nope, 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 nope. Throwing them up, you know, rolling them back up, putting them in. And finally you find one. And it is a map of uh, it's actually a almost a historical battle map of sorts. It's a uh, <clears throat> and it dates back you're not sure how relevant it's going to be because it dates back probably about a little over a thousand years. So well before kind of the whole, um, the goal, the whole plague and the whole, uh, war and everything like that. But it's one of the only kind of hints that you could have. Uh, and so it's this small outpost that was assembled way back when up in the mountains to the West. And uh, it's pretty much the the only thing that could be between where you guys are and uh, like the Western territories. 
uh, at least anything within like a couple of days travel. I mean, what's what is that? What is that thing? They got to be going there, right? It's the thing. It's the only thing that makes sense. Um, okay. We got. Can we beat them there? Is there a way that we could beat them there? I well, can beat them there. Yeah, I mean they're going to be moving slow. <laughs> They've got the cart and the the well, artifact. Let's, let's beat them there. Set well, up an ambush. How how many guards did Hold they on. have? <laughs> We were assuming we we're going to ambush them. How do we know that where they're going? Because I already have people there. Oh, right. Now that makes nope. No, you're right. There's good. There's definitely going to be people there. Why would they bring it to an empty, you know, whatever that is? You're right. I wonder if they're using the old fort as a forward uh, staging ground. Hey, Jesse. Mm-hmm. If uh, if Milo thinks back, all the guards and all all the the travelers that were traveling with them up mm-hmm. through the gate. What were they all dressed like? Uh, so they, uh, there were a few guards that met you guys. Well, that met the ship on the pier on the docks, and they were all dressed in basically common clothes. Um, they, uh, the two, there were two guards that escorted the obelisk and Wildill uh, that went to the cart. They're dressed in common clothes. Uh, however, there's one soldier there who is obviously in in armor and in dress for combat. And then there is the uh, Captain Morin as well, who is also dressed in armor. Um, however, neither of them are wearing insignias or anything like that. Okay. And um, uh, I'm sorry. I feel like you just told me this. How, about how many travelers are there? Uh, three guards in total, uh, uh-huh. plus Wildill and the captain. Okay. So four four people from the north plus Wildill. Okay. So not and, enough. Uh, also, yeah. Also, I'm not sure if you recall. Um, oh, you probably have it on your list and everything. The thing that you stole from Wildill. Do I? You have an oh, infinity man. gauntlet, don't you? <laughs> basically like a leather infinity gauntlet yeah there was half a second where i i i bought that <laughs> it, it didn't have any yeah, power you don't have the, yeah, oh, no power great. stones so and a, a no new quest is bestowed upon us yeah. <laughs> i forgot about that i i did have a written down though Hey guys, I know we had this artifact and everything, but this glove, if we could just (laughs) find these stones, (laughs) none of this is even going to matter. We could kill half the world, guys. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Why did you just create double the resources? Because then they're just going to use up the resources at double the space, and we're going to have to do it all over again. Actually, (laughs) 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 (sighs) oh. So anyways, my plan's not going to work. Anyway. Mm. I mean, we should at least try, though, to, to, to just get ahead, to, to go and, and get ahead of them and scope out that area first. Oh, yeah, we can Intel. do that. We can do that. Well, so was it just the guards that we saw that left, or did someone meet them here? Just the, just the guards, right? Just, Is that a me question or a you guys question? No, it's an in-character question oh, okay. for those guys, because I didn't oh, see right, Moran's daughter. Yeah. That's right, Valos. Oh, that's right. Valos wasn't there for any of that. Would we I, know, though, that that's more like, did we Milo know that? Did. Milo, Milo did. Milo made yeah. the check, okay. yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I don't. It so, seemed like it was just guards, Valos. I think it's just. I think we could probably take them. Well, I, I mean, they were dressed in common clothes, but they certainly had a military bearing. Yep. Uh, I mean, they must have some kind of a garrison at the fort, I would assume. Oh yeah. Um, are there are there any? Um, there must be like uh, like a local hunters guild or something like that, right? Oh yeah, more than likely. Yeah. Uh, I would like to find him, the hunter. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, the the hunting guild is this way. I mean, I'm assuming that Valos would probably know. Oh yeah. Oh oh, actually, before I do this, um, judging by the map that I pulled out, about how many days away is this? Uh, it's probably about a day and a half. Day and a half. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So okay, I'll explain my plan before I just start going off and doing my own thing like usually. <laughs> <laughs> but that would but that would be un Milo like. I know. <laughs> I know, but this is so you just don't think I'm like, you know, doing whatever the fuck I want to do. So my plan is to find the hunter and see if he can uh, point out on the map where any like useful hunting trails are, game trails or something like that. That'll be an easy shortcut, maybe to like bypass any curves or corners. That's really good. I think Valos would would assume and and counsel that you know they may so like on a normal day's travel maybe it's a day and a half but with the you know as heavy as the the artifact is since they took the the uh, the levitation things off that maybe would you know take them two or more days to get there you know with two people in heavy armor you know if you said that they you know people were in armor Jesse what say you yeah I mean that's logical. I mean, I don't. I mean, I assume he would. Well, I don't. He would never have been to the fort, I guess. No, necessarily. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, just what he knows about farming and, you know, the travel on the continent. Like, it would just seem reasonable. It would take them longer to get there. Whether that's true or not, that's what he says. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think we have a little time. Let's. Uh, they they only have a couple minutes head start. If we and can slow, slow, we get it around. All right, well, let's uh, let's go find a hunter then. Uh, so Valos will be able to lead you guys over to the to the hunters guild, and uh, you know the hunting and trapping association. And, the rotten uh, rifle club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Cabela's. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so uh, you take them over and uh, and you know it's this kind of decently sized lodge and uh you know it's a couple of those uh obviously closed doors and uh and kind of i don't want to necessarily say a guard outside but it it is a gentleman who uh who kind of is out there sitting in this small little outcrop of from the building that will see you coming and kind of welcome you at the doors. Says, what can I help you guys with? Uh, Valos, I'll let you take it. You know, you know my plan. Uh, he looks at Milo and looks back at the, at the guard or, or the, the guy in front of the door and says, uh, uh, we were uh, looking at doing some exploring to the West. Um, we have a map here. I was wondering if you could, uh, point out any uh, pertinent features that that uh, may help us on our travels, game trails and such. Oh, that's not necessarily up my line of business. I've just been, you know, 
hired by the guild to to greet people at the door and take requests and you know direct them as necessary so uh but yes if you want i could uh i could show you in and show you exactly whom to talk to if you would like oh yes please uh, that would be uh there there is uh there is a, an entry fee, of course. We don't want to just kind of let everybody in. It'll be uh, uh, it'll be uh, three uh, three half pieces, or you know, let's uh, an entry fee. Yeah, well, yes, of course. We can't just let anybody in because then people will be coming in and asking all sorts of absurd questions just for free. That would be oh, we'd be so busy at that point. So you, you charge a fee to get in for people who want to hire hunters? Well, yes, of course. I mean, what else would you expect us to do? Just kind of let people come in and ask to hire hunters. Oh, no, because then we don't know who's serious or not. People could just come in and play practical jokes and all that kind of chicanery. It'll be chaos. I don't Chicane. buy I, I, I This is weird. Guys, this is weird. There's Decaro. a bouncer. There's a bouncer in front of this. Yep. Knowledge is power, Decaro. Just ask Milo. That's he how he powerful. makes his business. That's true. He is very powerful. Do we even have half bits or whatever the or that whatever the heck? Oh yeah, you guys could probably you guys probably have like a handful of gold on you, and so that's that's enough to more than well more than enough to cover it. So right, but do we have any half bits? <laughs> Decoro takes a whole bit and <laughs> slams a knife into it. It's basically it's basically like three silver. It's not, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd like to find out. I'd like to watch where he puts I'm the gonna, three silver. Wait, Decoro, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I want to hand him a gold piece and be like, "Can you make change for this?" Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Decoro <laughs> chuckles to himself. He kind of reaches over and he has like this little box. It's like there's a, a lock on it and he takes the key. And... Here you go, sir. So now do I have like a thousand silver pieces? You have a new satchel now, bottomless right? satchel. <laughs> it's not Warcraft. It's not 100 to 100, 100 to 1. <laughs> That girl pays close attention to where he puts all of his money. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Can we go in now? Yeah. So he he then walks over and uh and he has a uh, another key and he he unlocks the door and opens up and you notice that they actually have not used any um any tech at all in this. Like he's, they're all mechanical and analog so far. Dear op- God. Opens the door up and he says, you'd, uh, you'd want to go, uh, uh, down and sitting. Uh, he usually tends to, to be close to the fireplace about this time of year. And, uh, you'll be looking for a gentleman kind of, uh, more your stature. And he points to Decaro. He goes, but, uh, but little little heftier, large gray beard. You won't be able to miss him. Hey, can I just ask you a, a question though before we before we go in here? Does, no, of course. Does two half bits 
really deter people who want to come in and not be serious? Is that enough of a of, of a price to deter them? Oh yes, of course. For the for the common man, uh, that's that's uh, a little over a week's salary. So you're not worried you're, you're you're pricing people out of trying to be helped? No, no, no. The kind of knowledge that we're able to provide, it's uh, well, well worth it. The, I, the 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 normal shopkeeper farmer isn't gonna isn't going to need this. Isn't going to need our assistance anyway. They don't have the time. They're far too busy working. I mean, this is absurd to me. Coming from a, 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 I mean, I have my own delving business. I mean, I would never charge anybody a fee just to speak with me. This is crazy. He looks around at Milo and, and Val's like, "Can you like believe this?" Perhaps you should think about it. Ah, no, because then you you lose jobs. You're losing jobs, and he and he walks into the. But we're in. but we're gaining. I, the I'm not listening to you anymore. Mind. This is ridiculous. Yeah, he fades off. <laughs> so as we're as we're walking, he says to Decoro, "You know, he's not wrong." And then you Don't can worry. Pay me, you Don't can worry pay about me it. Back then, I'm gonna get the, I'm gonna get that back. I'm gonna get that money back. It's not. Don't worry about it. This it's is, not this that big a right. deal. No, no. To me, to, you know what? As a as a professional in my field. Dealing with this, this is this is like it's. Oh God, I don't want it. It's like gatekeeping. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, it was literally like a gate. Yeah, it's it's the literal it's a literal gatekeeper. He, when you say prof- like professional, like you're like he's like looks you up and down. Like, <laughs> did hey. you just say? Hey, I look like this. I this is all because I got that artifact. Okay, I've, that can't be for nothing. So uh, I'll be damned if I'm going to let this guy just, just rob us blind. So I'll, I'll be getting that back. Don't you worry. Can we just can we just let Fozzie Bear show us where we're going, please? And uh... <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. Let's go find this hunter that costs two half bits just to talk to. Uh, uh three. Oh, excuse me, three <laughs> half bits. So that would be what a bit and a half. <laughs> <sighs> yeah so uh so yeah he'll kind of lead you in uh down a really short hallway and then uh and point out the gentleman to you and when you walk in it's pretty much this this large open area um with a a circling uh balcony above and you know a couple of staircases that go up and off to rooms and everything <laughs> And yeah, there's this giant stone fireplace off to the other side and uh, kind of chairs strewn about and people sitting in him or, or, you know, kind of having a drink or, uh, you know, recounting stories or going over maps. And uh, there's one gentleman sitting over on this, this giant plush uh, armchair kind of smoking a pipe. Are there like trophies and stuff all on the walls and like, you know, cats like on pieces of logs? Uh, with says, no, tr- no, yeah, no trophies, but there's just ton of taxidermy all over the place. Yeah. Okay. Is, yeah. is the man sitting in the seat, Sean Connery? Oh, <laughs> no, he, he's the decoy. <laughs> he's yeah, the decoy. I am Quartermain. <laughs> oh my god. I want to watch that now. Good call. Good 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 pull there. 
I don't know why everyone shits on that movie. I actually like it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> All right, Jesse, you're up. Scottish accent. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, I think we just. I think I think Quartermain is here. This is it. That you you you're you're yep. locked in. You're locked in. I'm sorry. Great, great. Thanks, guys. <laughs> the only time I've ever done. Uh, oh no, that was an Irish accent. I did an Irish accent for uh, one of the games that we did with the fiasco game. But it's oh. not greasier than Irish. Yeah, is it? Yeah. I don't know. All right. Yeah. But no, the problem with my Irish accent and is I only, I did like two sentences of Irish and then I didn't do it anymore. And they asked me where the Irish accent went. And I said, well, she's only half Irish. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but no, I have to warn you, anytime I do an accent, it usually slips into into French or Jamaican. So it might happen this time. I don't know. <laughs> you might Irish, ask, how Irish can you Jamaican. go from Scottish to Jamaican? You'll soon see. <laughs> well, you just, okay. you just turn everything southern. So. I did. That is true. Yeah. Most of the time, everything's just southern. That's my default accent. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so, yeah. So, you uh, you make your way over to him. And, uh, yeah, he's kind of uh, perusing, perusing a local uh, tabloid print and, uh, and smoking his pipe. And he kind of just taps the ashes out. That's what you do with the pipe, right? I don't know. Um, done, on the yeah. Gra- yeah. Um, he's not dead. Do you have to empty it every once in a while? Is it like a cigarette that you have to tap the end? I don't know. You should. Um, yeah. So, yeah, he does that, but he does it like on the floor. There's like no ashtray or anything next to him. He's just kind of dumping ashes out on the floor. Three half bits. Yeah. <laughs> does the guy introduce us or is he just kind of like walking? So, oh, yeah. Like, so, so he told them. He- probably told you the guy's the the guy's name is Mastin uh Mastin uh gray sound there we go and uh and yeah so so at least you'll be able to kind of introduce yourself all right but yeah he so he, he has to keep he has to keep guarding the door he has to so sure, he sure. can't yeah. so is he still with us then you're saying no he's not so he kind of walked you into the uh, down the short hallway it's like a like a five foot hallway, barely anything. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, and then, and then he just like pointed across the room and went back to to gatekeeping. I want to I want to swipe the the three half bits back from him. Oh, well, he they're they're in the chest in his in his. Okay, little, then I'll uh, get the chest when we leave. Okay. <laughs> just the whole chest. Yeah, <laughs> the whole thing. How big a chest was it? I thought it was like a little thing, like a little cash box. It is, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, basically it's, it's a, a little bigger than that, but yeah, still like a a it's small mine little thing. Yeah, I'm sure it's locked. Yet. I'm yeah. sure oh, it's absolutely locked. Locks the cash box. I'm a, pr- I'm a pretty good lock. Picker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a pretty good picker of lock. <laughs> oh, all right. So yeah, so yeah, he he points you. He he tells you that it's Mastin Gray Sound, and then he's you know he points him out. Wait, did you just make a rock the Casbah? Yeah, he did. This yeah, yeah. I. That's so. Thank, <laughs> yes. Oh, it went by me. I just want to make sure that's what You're I have to just edit. Like the last ten minutes of this. Episode. I know it's <laughs> terrible. 
Do Except not don't you dare take that rock the casbah thing out. We're also interjecting important bits of information in between all of these jokes. So <laughs> you're gonna have a bitch of a time. Either you're just gonna have to spend three hours editing ten minutes or just say fuck it. I think you just gotta leave it. Say, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I think you just gotta leave it in because lock the cash box is <laughs> it's in my head now. So. <laughs> uh, all right. So yeah. So he he points you out to Mastin and and you begin to make your way over to him. All right. So so Attic Hacker, then we're we're just looking for game trails and just something to sort of get ahead of them or I forget now. <laughs> yeah, this whole thing is just to find a way to get ahead of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I basically think you guys are looking for a way that you can get ahead without like actually having to like pass them or yeah, yeah, yeah. some like an off the beaten path way to get to that area we, sure, we've sure. taken milo's good idea and turned it into like a side digression that just is <laughs> really <absurd. have. laughs> welcome right. to every single legends of tabletop game that's <laughs> <laughs> the beauty in the yeah. And I will, yeah, I will tell you. So uh, as well, this Western road doesn't come near really that uh, the the outpost that Milo thinks they might be going to. Hmm. Um. So they they will have there there has to be some type of path or hidden road or you know something not on the maps that they're taking to this. But you know, Milo's figuring that with. Uh, a, you guys being on foot, and B, with you know perhaps other trails that they might be into, they might know you could beat them all the way. So might be helpful to ask him if he knows if you stayed on that road if there's anything if they're running into anything too. Mm-hmm. That's not on the map. So I, I, I guess I'm doing the talking. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the I'm the plan guy. You know what? If you want, I'll take it. You want me to no, take no, it's fine. You want me to get in there? No? You say that, Milo looks at me, I look at Milo, and I'm just like... Mm. I'll talk to the guy. I imagine yeah, I imagine that that conversation actually happening as you guys are slow, kind of walking across the big room. Is is Val is going like, so I'm talking? And Milo's, Milo's like, I'm the plan guy. I, I came up with this. Now it's you... <laughs> <laughs> to which Jack Rowe, oh, I'll talk. No, I'd love to talk to this guy. <laughs> no, he starts taking off his gloves. Like. <laughs> yeah, if I recall the last time you talked to somebody, they end up dying. Yeah. So I don't know if they died. Did they die? Oh. Yeah, Pivel. Well, Pivel died. <laughs> I think Pivel was dying regardless, wasn't he? I mean, that was like that was like, that was blood magic. We're not we're not cool with that. I suppose yeah. in the grand scheme of things, it didn't matter who talked to him, he was going to die. But it was you who talked to him. So it's true. true. There really is no way to prove whether or not he wouldn't have died if I hadn't talked to him. So yeah, yeah exactly. Excellent. So I'm he's not showing you my notes. He starts to take off his gloves and then Velos just takes like a hurried step <laughs> ahead of him and like puts a hand out. Oh, is this a race? Are we racing? No, he doesn't do that. Never mind. <laughs> he'll, he'll take a hint. He'll put his gloves back on. <laughs> So he just he walks up. He stands a respectful distance away and says, uh, "Mastin, Mastin, Greysound." Oi, that's not. That's, that's not. I'm trying to. <laughs> I can't do Scottish. I tried. That's not even close. He's it's a pirate. What's a Scottish accent? Right. It's all of a sudden a pirate. Those are my two accents. Southern. That was and a great reaction to your own your own attempt. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what the fuck was that? That's not Scottish. <laughs> 
uh yeah that's so yeah i don't know what's coming out we'll find out <laughs> oh, i'm sorry uh you seem to be lost in thought uh yes what can i help you with oh yes i'm uh recently returned uh to the freelance here and uh my my partners and i have a uh a trip planned uh out to the west um we, we have this map here we're wondering if there was any um Side trails, game trails. Is there anything that branches off the main road? Uh, and where does the road go? I know things are a little uh, out of sorts here since I've been here last. And he, so I'm assuming that Milo will show him the the map that you found the uh, that outpost yes. on. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he kind of takes a look over it, and mm-hmm. he's like, oh, "I see. This is this is a rather old map." This is even before this is this, this dates back quite quite an age. This is even before the 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 sundering or anything happened. Very interesting. She's like, well, if you if you look at the the mountains here, and uh, uh, that's that's basically our coastline now. And you see uh, this through this outpost. Well, actually, and he pulls out. He kind of leads you over to like a wall. That where there's a big map of uh, the northern lands of the highlands, and uh, <laughs> you can almost say that he's a Highlander. <laughs> See, that's, this is that that's didn't awesome. work. That didn't work at all because Connery um, was so in the Highlander. He was, yeah, but he was he was a Spanish Egyptian in that. A I believe. Spanish Egyptian, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Yeah. He was everything, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, he was a Spanish Egyptian with a with a Scottish accent. It's another fun movie. Yep. yep. So, uh, yeah. So he uh, he he kind of brings you over and he holds up Milo's map, and so he starts pointing out uh, like the the mountain range on your map and kind of where it could line up with the new map. And, uh, and he says, "So this is where your your outpost is, and this is where the road so." So you can see that there's a, a significant distance between the two, but this is this is about where it could be if you uh, if you see. So what's here? So on nothing mountains, if anything at all. There's ah. nothing that nothing that we've ever if if we had discovered it, then it would be uh, there. Would, it would be on this map. This map takes has everything that we've uh, that we've discovered, and he starts pointing out. And he's like, this is the cave to an owl bear that we found once, and and this is is a uh, a hobgoblin nest that we uh, that we uh, discovered. Sent the uh, sent the expedition force out for that one. We did, uh, yeah. And he starts pointing out all these little things. And he's like, well, as you can see, this this isn't on our map. Uh, are there any um, known game trails? Is there any way to? Sort of get ahead of the road. He said, "Oh yes, of course." And he starts pointing. So he says, "The uh, in uh, these these red trails here, those are those are the main game lines. This is where you'll find your your deers and your your elks and 
and the bears and such. That's where they go. And uh, these these yellow ones, these are the seasonal. So if you if you catch them during the spring or the fall, then they'll be excellent. It actually should be relatively clear at this point. You know, once everything's kind of fallen, uh, some of them are completely overgrown, useless. Is, uh, so he goes through a few others. There's like blue trails that are uh, that are only used for migratory purposes and all this kind of stuff. And uh, and so he says, so if you if that is where you choose to go, if you kind of head up the road a bit to this section, you can take this uh, this path over here that would then take you, uh, you know, travel down it a few miles and over here to this uh uh, if it's open at this point, it should be either now or next week. Who really knows? But uh, we've had kind of a temperate summer, so uh, it could possibly be open now. And you oh. go down, and uh, it, it, yeah, if this uh, so you know, not completely easy, but yes, definitely doable. Uh, so Velos looks over to Milo. And I, he is, I assume, out of character that Milo like has a pencil out and he's like drawing on our map to show where all the trails and stuff are. That that's, that is exactly what I'm doing. Yes. <laughs> so so he uh, so he you know as he's talking he looks over he's doing his thing and then he you know turns back to the guy and he says, uh, "Have you um, encountered any trouble with the Northerners? I, I hear that there's some." Uh, trouble brewing gosh no no we haven't seen nearly hide nor have them interesting why don't you go ahead and give me a let's see what would be what would be the equivalent of like insight uh insight <laughs> do you have insight it'd be an intellect I, I have yeah it would be an intellect yeah but perception's more so like Visual, yeah. yeah. Um, I can pierce him. <laughs> I could just stab him, guys. That would stab him, right? If I can just fucking stab him. Uh, I I don't have anything. Uh, no, you suck. I do. Um, yeah. Let's see. Well, what do we have? Well, he yeah. just rolled a twenty. Yeah, yeah. We'll just go. We'll go intellect. All right. You'll be. Uh, it'll be a, a challenge four. Okay. I'm just gonna straight roll it. There you go. I rolled a fourteen. Yes. Look at you. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so he's lying. Hmm. So he he takes it in stride. See, when he kind of says that, he kind of like shifts his eyes slightly, and you see him, even though he like just tapped his his pipe like 30 seconds ago and he's been talking the whole time so he hasn't even taken a puff he like empties it again and like kind of like fiddles then with a match and it's like like purposely diverts eye contact with you when he says that so he just says oh that's um that's interesting i hear it's uh it's quite a hotbed here there's no uh no inroads, no incursions from the north. No, no, not at all. Not that we've seen, at least. And I mean, we're out in the woods constantly, so if we saw anything, we would have seen it if it was there. Interesting. It's very interesting. 
Well, it's good information. I'm glad the glad the Freelands are still free. Oh, indeed, indeed. It's the only place that I would live. Uh, tell me, has there been any uh, talk about the town? Anyone who thinks that maybe uh, Morin and his ilk are in the right? Uh, no, no. I mean, as far as we know, the... Uh, you know, obviously, there are some people that would like a little bit more organization with the with the terror with the colonies and such like that. But you know, overall, we enjoy our freedom. We enjoy, uh, you know, the the privileges that that come with that. Ah, to the Freelands. Aye, aye. And when you say that, there's actually a handful of people that walk that. Are around you and they like lift up glasses. It's like Freelands. He he nods approvingly. Um, uh, he he turns to Milo and Decoro and you know is there is there anything else uh, you think we might need to know or uh, we good to good to go? Uh, we have the trails. That's on you. All right. How about does he know anything about the uh, the place that we're heading? Didn't he just say it was only mountains? Like he didn't even know that there was a thing there. It's yeah, yeah, he said technically that thing that was on the map. That's what, that's what I comprehended, but maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't. Well, no, it, it could have been me. I thought he was saying that there was nothing else around there, but he wasn't talking specifically about. No, no, it is on the map, isn't it? Yeah, Valos. Yeah, you. Valos asked him about that place, and he said that if that he's nobody in the guild has ever come across it, he's never seen it, because They're, if they had been, they would have marked it on the map. Right. Yeah. And that the road didn't go there. I mean, Jesse said that the road sure. didn't go there. Yeah. Dear God. Um, does, so looking at the map on the walk, can we see where the road goes to currently? Yeah. It is just kind of like meander in a, so like a slow loop back around to the north? Yeah, basically. Yeah, it kind of makes us... It, it makes... Uh, goes off west, loops around to the uh, up north and kind of... Uh, it joins up with the Golden Road, which then that heads back east to uh, the Newhold Hub, and that's how you then get north up to Abingdon. Right. So he, uh, is he just you know they they take their leave then he, he just says, uh, uh, "We appreciate your help. Uh, good hunting to you, and uh, perhaps we'll see you again in the future." Aye, aye. I'll be here if you ever need any assistance or anything like that. All right. Well, thank you very much. And he kind of gives you like a genial nod before he uh, retires himself back to his armchair. Right, so, so Valus doesn't say anything until they're clear of the building. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know if Decoro is trying something as we leave. <laughs> I'm going to try to take the, the cash box because that this, that this whole door, you know, Heck is it called? <laughs> what the heck did he call it? He's a dorm. And this entry fee situation is bothering Decoro. So he's going to try to steal the money. Valus doesn't see it because now he's preoccupied because the guy was clearly lying. Yeah. So he's, he has something to tell. He's not really watching Decoro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So whenever it's there, it, I mean, it's, it's, as long if if the box is out there, so, I'm going for it. How is Decoro going in? So he has like a, a booth attached to the building right next to the door. Yeah, I mean I'm not going to do anything that's like like going to intentionally endanger anything. But if yeah. it, so so if it's a booth and it's in the booth and he's like blocking the booth, Decoro wouldn't go yeah. for it. But yeah. yeah, basically he has like he has like a bench 
like a stool in the booth that he sits on and the uh the lockbox is like on a shelf behind him is there a window behind him no well that would be dumb why would you put the lockbox under a window <laughs> i don't know he doesn't he, he doesn't sound too too smart i don't have True. any XP to throw at you it's uh, <laughs> gonna make their be yeah, i mean if you if you want to if you want to throw something in there then yeah i, guess. I don't have any no, I have I, no I, narrative negotiation currency uh, i i assume that like when we leave like valos just like walks away you know milo's kind of in the middle like decoro stops and kind of like leans on the 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 fucking the table, kind of like through the window, and is kind of like looking around to see like if my I could probably reach. And the guy's like, <laughs> yeah, "Fuck, he, are you doing on my on my window? Like, get the fuck out right. of here!" I'm just I'm just you know seeing what kind of accommodation you have in here with your uh, your your three half bit scam that you're running. I have a very lovely stool with a perfectly good cushion that they have given me. Oh, yeah? Let me have a look at that cushion. It's lovely. It's velvet. Very cushiony. Oh, well, isn't that nice for you? It's nice. Fine. If he's very in there much, and it's not a good much, situation. Very much helps with my sciatica. Oh, sciatica, you say? Yes, I have a pain in my leg that runs all the way back up to my back. Very, very painful. I used, I used to be a uh, an excavator back in the day, but that's hard work. But alas, I had to give up the work because I just couldn't walk any certain distances. Mm. Why they gave me this cushion? That's a shame. And now you sit and you and you rob people. Yeah. No, no. Burn and daylight, Decoro. <laughs> Fine. Deckard just says fine right in his face and turns and, and walks away. I'm not going to endanger anything if it's not out in the open. Velos turns when he finally realizes like no one is around. It's, like turns around, like puts his hands out, like what the fuck, damn it. Oh. So as you guys get closer, then um, he just he kind of like stops. And, you know, like he's got his hands on his hips and he rests his hand on the butt of his sword and he's like, he was lying. He was lying about the north. He knows that they that they're either operating here or that I they know. come here. It was obvious. He oh. doesn't even need that money. He, he's not. He's not even part of the guild. He's totally lying about that. It's not, Decoro. It's, it's not man. about the money. It's the doorman. Not. We're, I, not the. I don't care I'm, about the doorman. I'm not gonna. I didn't get the money, but I'm gonna Gray, get it. Gray Sound is lying. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> he just like he just looks at you like the fuck so i'm sorry i i he's he's a crook but yeah gray sound was lying to you. you you picked that up then did you yeah do you want me to go in there and talk to him i'll go uh, back there i'll get it out of him no i don't think we're at that stage yet um okay you let me know when that stage hits and uh i i, I wonder how how much they've infiltrated down here and how much resistance they'll get if they do truly invade in force, the situation may be more dire than I thought before we even got here. Sounds like fear. Not from you, just in general. And afraid to say the things that they want to say, you know? Nah, it could be. I mean, the people who are going to suffer are the common folks, as always. Right. Well, we have what we need, Milo. I mean, we can try to cut them off. It doesn't I mean, unless he's lying about everything, then 
I mean, clearly the road doesn't go to the outpost. And if there's nothing out there, I mean, maybe they haven't been there in a while. Maybe they've built yet another outpost. Maybe, but you didn't say he was lying. Yes. I mean, I believe he's lying about the about the infiltration of the north into the south. I mean, right. it could be about everything. So, well, how do we know that he's just not lying about that fort? Yes, yes, I agree, I agree. Right. So let's go there. He wouldn't say it's not there unless, you know, I, but I guess our big, our big decision here is do we want to head them off of the pass before they get to the fort or do we want to just go to the fort? If we're assuming the fort is well garrisoned and fortified, as one of you said before, uh, I'd imagine it's probably in our best interest to head them off before they get there. Were they all on foot? Yes. Yes. Yeah, well, it, so it was a a wagon with uh, a couple of, like, oxen pulling it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, or I think horses or whatever. But, yeah, so uh, the captain was in the driver's seat and Wildill sat next to her, but then the three guards were on foot. Okay. Uh, and my parents' farm is to the northern gate, right? They were kind of like nestled in between the mountains before the plane opened up. Um, I couldn't find the map that we used last time. Uh, if they were, yeah, I can't remember where we marked it. I think but, it was uh, like the, the the town was here. The, you know, the northern gate was kind of mm-hmm. out here and sort of like took the coast road and then kind of uh, like looped up around. And I think they were like here. Yeah, I think they were like a mountains. little bit towards. Yeah, I think they were more towards like the eastern border, like okay. northeast. So. And and how far would that be from where we are currently? Uh, probably a couple of days travel. Oh, okay. All right. Fuck it then. I always think maybe we go to the farm and grab some horses and then meet them off. But if it's a couple of days to get there, then yeah, you're at least you're like two to three days, depending on weather. All right. Um, Well, not only that, if we're going to be going through the woods, we probably can't take horses anyways. I mean, it could be. I mean, well, game trail. I mean, if it's a deer trail, you could probably get a horse, but but they could be thick underbrush. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. So, so I guess we like kick all that around and like, all right, well, uh I guess we're we're probably fleeter afoot than they are. Um, three against four, right? I mean, I guess that's not terrible odds. They did seem quite capable, though. Decker, what do you think? Oh, I would love to. I would love to to take them to to head them off. Uh, I feel like we could take them, and uh, we we have the cart now. Oh, oh, wait! Do we want to do the classic? The classic have a tree fall down in the middle of the road so they have to stop and while they're distracted. Milo, that is, yeah, I mean, that's exactly, literally, when we when we get on the road and we get out there, I'm assuming we're going to find something that we can use in a tree, a big boulder, something like that. We'll just stick it right in the middle of the road. I love it. <laughs> Grabs right. him by the side of his face and kisses him on the forehead. No, don't do that. <laughs> it's too late. I, I force push you to the ground. <laughs> yes. Oh, perfect. Right. So Decoro's on his back on the ground. He goes, "See that?" He looks right up at Valis. He goes, "See? Remember? Remember on the ship when he did that crazy flying thing?" I do remember that. Yeah. See, he's holding out on us. He's see how effortlessly he just did that to me. What? This is this is it. This is what I'm talking about. What? 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 Do you have some kind of 
Abil- I mean, you're not. No offense, you're not that big a guy. No, I can just control the wind. Oh my god. The wind? You must know. He must know the wind's name. Does it whisper it in the night? <laughs> Actually, I'll be honest. I was lying just then. This is out of character. I was lying just then, or trying to, and then. But I think for. I think I actually picked like the wind thing where it's like- <laughs> <laughs> so you were lying, but then it turned out to be true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Milo thinks he's lying. That's funny because Milo just out thunk Trevor, <laughs> which is like, which is just a different layer that's, of meta that I don't even want to think about. Yeah. <laughs> that's creepy meta. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Milo, he's, I mean, we know he's holding out on us. Well, I mean, we can definitely use that to our advantage then. I mean, if he's willing to, you know, if he's willing to, if he's willing to use his, his, his abilities to the fullest extent. Are you Milo? I have, I have been. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Very I mean, I, I feel like we could definitely take these guys then with you. Especially, I mean, just you know, just uh, blowing people all around. I mean, that's uh, I don't know what else you've got in your back pocket, but whip out whatever else you got. Um, I've, I've been using every during every fight that we finished. Okay, well, it's impressive, is all I'm saying. All right, well, let's uh, we want to grab any provisions. I mean, it could be days on the road. I need to find a better, a better, uh, better headgear. Because this cloth over here, like the sun, I can, I can feel it coming through, and I'm not doing too well in the sun. I need a, I need better headgear and goggles. I need something. Velos looks up, and it's like mostly cloudy. Yeah, it's the a- sun is kind of like <laughs> peeking out just a little bit. Yeah, it's not good. I'm telling you, it isn't. It's not. It's not good. I, I, I. The longer this goes on the more in control of things it seems to become. And uh, yeah, things are awakening. And I don't know if I want it to continue. I don't know if I can even stop it, but I know the sun hurts. So, so Velos comes over and like pulls like part of your scarf out to like, see like your neck and like the side yeah, of your face. It's, it is, it's, there's uh, tendrils, tendrils of darkness, avoid tendrils of void matter reaching up his neck it's up on the side of his is it moving um i mean it's not not moving (laughs) 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 if that if that works like he kind of like takes it and like starts to like stuff it in your shirt and then just like yeah yeah just do that but let me show you this just so we're on the same page I want to show you this because this is something that just happened and I'm, I'm kind of, I'm freaked out by it. And he starts to take off his glove and his, his whole, like his hands are, are is, is the hand that he shows you is, 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 is black. It's totally taken over the hand and he flexes it a little bit and you see a little bit of the void matter start to bubble up in his palm and it kind of like comes up and he shapes it into like a little middle finger and, uh, and he sucks it back up. Uh, and he says, I could probably, th- I can, I can throw that. That's, that's, that can hit people. You can control uh, very, very little bit, very little, but I know that I can use this to uh, hit people with. I can feel it. I feel it. Wow, you guys are both full of surprises. I'm scared. No, no, this is this is a recent development. And just so you know, no, this isn't something that's out of nowhere. It's a tier two folky for the whole 
No, no, I get it. I get okay, it. Yeah, yeah. Vale Valus doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't want you to think I was just making shit up, but there's, yeah, it's a thing. Um, but yeah, so this just happened. This is recently. I don't know. Uh, I, I I can't wait to try it, but I'm kind of afraid of what it is and what it does. I, I mean, it's not normal. No, no, it's definitely it's from the artifact. I mean, I'm not, I'm not done with that thing yet, so we gotta go. We gotta get it. All right, look, let let's get some supplies. You get gloves or goggles or whatever the hell you need, and then let's get the hell out of here. All right, give me some money. You you owe me money already. Yeah, but you've got all the money. Oh, you know what? I was banking on the fact that I was going to steal that box. Don't you have any money? Um, no. <sighs> he, just, he just fucking rubs his head. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Milo, do you have any coin you can float his way? That girl um, said Milo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. I have a change. <laughs> just give me that whole sack of silver you just got. Yep. Uh, okay, here you go. Uh, Jesse, what do we have by way of... I, I don't think like money units were a thing in character creation. Yeah, I didn't really... Yeah, I mean, you you probably have like a handful of gold each. Okay. Uh, okay. Which is probably pretty much unless... So where we'll only... Where we'll actually like... And I'm I'm kind of taking a page out of like Warhammer for this, like 40k. So for really common basic things like food and shelter and stuff like that, stuff that costs like a, an insignificant amount, just hand wave it. Okay. So unless you're actually trying to buy something a little on the more expensive side, don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah, so like arcane goggles or exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. So our rations, so like we, I had two days rations in my backpack, my accoutrement, mm-hmm. which I assume that, you know, we wouldn't have used on the ship. I mean, you know, spider meat and everything else. Right. Um, spider meat. So I, I assume you guys are similarly decked out. So maybe we pick up like, you know, another three days worth of rations and then we can scavenge as well on the way. Especially if we're going to be on game trails. I mean, chances are we may run into game. I'm not a hunter. Do you know how to hunt? Uh, I, can, I, I can figure it out. I mean, blade. Yeah, I mean, I, I found that spider. We, we handled that spider pretty good. Well, that was attacking us. You didn't have to hunt it. I mean, I found it. Uh, did it find you, though? I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, I think it I did. Mean, I was walking through, and then it, uh, it was there. And I led it back to the camp. You stumbled upon it and yep. brought it back to us to kill us. I mean, uh, if that's not hunting, I don't know what is. Just remember that when we're all dying in the woods from starvation. Look, he's got the he's got the harpoon crossbow. I'm, I'm sure he yeah, can bring we'll something. something. I mean, he said there was an owl bear cave, right? Out there, you pointed out to an owl bear cave. I mean, how much meat does an owl bear have on it? We can get one of them. Well, an owl bear, you have to feather it. Hmm. And... Probably more trouble than it's worth. Maybe. Well, it's summer. It's probably berries and things, tubers and roots. I'm sure it'll be fine. I grew up on a farm, you know. Do you do you know how to? I mean, if it's a, do you know how to tell the difference between a poison berry and, and a poison berry, though? Uh, probably. Okay. I mean, it's been a while. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I trust you. I just, you know, wanted to ask. Yeah, I'm sure it'll work out. Uh, so, yeah, Milo, if you're concerned, we could do five days worth of rations. I mean. 
Yeah, let's do that since I don't have any rations on me at all because I went from port to ship to port and then I was going to go back on the ship and then back to a port again. So I didn't bring any food. Ah, that was your first mistake. <laughs> well, assuming that I wasn't going to be traveling through the woods. Yeah. Yeah, so let's let's do rations. I'll I'll get a more suitable headgear so that I don't have this headache all the time, and then uh, and we'll be good. But we're also going to be in the woods, so it's not going to be a lot of direct sunlight. Uh, yeah, I think it's just kind of like, uh, right. That's true. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. This is all new to me. I don't know how that's going to affect me. Hey, if it if it makes him happy, Milo, let him get let him get the headgear. Well, I'm just saying, don't kill yourself, over. No, no, no. It's just, uh, it's. I just need an all-encompassing. Uh, it could be like a headdress thing. It's not a big. I don't need a big fancy thing. I don't know names of things like that. Decoro comes back out after like ten minutes with a big fucking sun hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's got like a daisy on it. <laughs> yeah, this is what I found. I don't know. I think it looks fine. <laughs> and an industrial-sized bottle of SPF one hundred fifty. <laughs> <laughs> That changes everything. That's what I, I have. I have SPF 1000, whatever, all smeared all over my face and a big old sun hat. God damn it. <laughs> You're lucky this isn't Todd game because that's how we'd be rolling right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so we, so I guess we shop and then we, and then we hit the road. There's a shopping montage. <laughs> I don't mm. know how, how far ahead these guys are from us now, but. <laughs> Yeah, you guys have now spent no, half a day shopping. They're like four hours ahead of you. Well, you figure we go in, we talk to the guy. It probably takes as much time as as this took, right? Like we're walking and talking. I mean, it's you know maybe it's an hour. Yeah, and I'm just looking for something to cover my head that's got like eyewear sewn into the front. There's got to be those things around, like high wind protective gear. Oh yeah. A land speeder or something, absolutely. Yeah, cool. Milo and, was, <laughs> Milo and I both like you. We look at each other somewhat chagrined and let Decoro go off by himself as we go and grab rations and stuff. Yeah, I'm sure this won't end badly. Right. Don't worry about anything. I hope he comes back. There's a tendency to get lost. Oh, he's the, he's the original bad penny. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not making posters. <laughs> Oh no, he'll be back. <laughs> so in right. montage so, and <laughs> yeah, shopping montage. You guys have what you want. Uh, yeah. Let's go over the river. Let's do it. Ready? Yeah. And roll out. Autobots, roll out. <laughs> uh, so yeah, all right. Hey everybody! Before we wrap up this episode, I'd like to take a minute to say thank you for tuning in. We hope you're enjoying the podcast from our interviews and actual plays to our rambling roundtable discussions. If you like what you're here and you'd like to support the show, we have two great sponsors for you to check out. Birds of a Feather Coffee Company is a small batch craft coffee roaster and is our OG sponsor. They have three signature blends to choose from. The Morning Lark, which is a light roast. The Night Owl Blend, which is a rich dark roast. And the Hummingbird Decaf Blend. They also have the exclusive Legendary Brew, a nice medium roast coffee, perfect fuel for all those late night gaming sessions. If you use the code LEGENDS10, you'll get 10% off your order and shipping is always free. Our new sponsor is Thing12 Games. 
Thing 12 Games is an independent board game publishing and development company. They are the creators of the award-winning Dice Of series in the arena of pocket tin dice games. Currently available are both Dice of Crowns, where you roll dice, backstab your friends, and try to claim the royal crown. And Dice of Pirates, where you play as a pirate captain, rolling them bones, fighting your mates, and claiming the booty all for yourself. Click Click Boom is a tension-filled social deduction card game full of clicks, bluffs, and booms. Their latest offering is Seals of Cthulhu, a strategic bidding and bluffing card game set within a Cthulian universe where two players battle for the fate of the world. They are also offering both Alhaka and Project Dreamscape by Sarah and Will Reed. And if you order through their website, you can use code LEGENDS10 and you'll receive 10% off your order. Thanks everybody for checking it out. We'll catch you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.